the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Let's get you to retirement is the goal of the show. It used to be, let's make as much money as we can, back in the go-go days, the 90s and early 2000s of tech stocks. And then 2000, 2002 kind of wiped out that mentality, but it came back. It's just like the housing market. Um, If you take a look and study all the different shows that have been on television, it kind of tells you what's going on in the housing market. The flip or flop shows have kind of gone sideways. But the get rich remodeling with a granite countertop had kind of gone bye bye. Um, so things kind of ebb and flow, right? Speaking about ebbing and flowing, we got a big old hurricane barreling into the Carolinas. Where will it hit? Big story, right? Micron is leading the chip makers to lower today after being downgraded to neutral from buy. Now, what's bad for Micron is good for. Um, Apple, it's there's they're not having they're they're having pricing problems. There's too much of it out there. Energy shares energy shares are rallying as crude prices extend gains this week. Probably tied towards Hurricane Florence. Strength today in energy and healthcare, consumer staples, utilities, telco, and real estate. Utilities and telco and consumer staples are things that we have to have. And that tells you the market's a little bit nervous today. So energy typically would be a more bullish on the economy, but today it's negative because it's tied towards a, a hurricane. Now, don't you kind of wish we could just go away? <laughs> just go away and take a look at this later? Um, sometimes I, I get why people want to do that. So so the hurricane's going to hit this week, and it's going to probably, this weekend, it's probably going to be the most expensive hurricane of all time. It's tough to imagine how it won't be, because it's kind of crazy what's going on with it. It's really slow. And that's going to create a problem. It's going to create a storm surge like we've never seen before. A lot of people are calling it a once-in-a-lifetime. Now, I have friends that went down to New Orleans after their catastrophic Katrina scenario and helped rebuild. And um, it, it's, it's humbling to be a part of this. So do yourself a favor and uh, make sure you've got your ducks in a row as far as savings go, as far as insurance goes. You know, Chad brought up when we talked to him recently how many Americans have no savings and like maybe the best thing our country could do is force savings on them. Um, just do it kind of thing on, on workers. Job openings have hit unprecedented 
to levels, and that is a very bullish sign for Wall Street. You can look at the president and say, he makes me nervous. You can do all that. I get it. But when you look at the job openings, kind of lose some of that nervous tension on the economy and on the markets. Right now, we're okay. There is no doubt about that in my mind. Job openings have reached unprecedented levels. And as it has, we quit. U.S. employers advertise the most job openings. And it's, a, it's kind of a funky report, but the Federal Reserve looks at it. Because ultimately, the more job openings there are, the more people quit. The more people quit um, because they, you know, they're good and plentiful, but companies need them. So they go out and find another job, and they ask for more money. When you have more money, what do you do? You spend it. I believe that's true. I could be wrong, but I believe that's true. And if you look at the average income, the median income in the United States, it's starting to creep up a little bit. So it's above 61000 So there's already some wage inflation. Now, that hurts corporate profits, and that's bad for the market. But it's also good for the market because as we have more jobs. So sometimes you have to look at the productivity numbers in there as well. Uh, I almost vomited this morning. And uh, you're saying, why? Uh, a major bank is offering payday-style loans. Now, I understand that payday-style loans have their place if... Maybe you're a convict or you don't have ID. I, I, maybe you're illegally in the country. I get that having access to cash when you don't have a bank, I get it. I, I find it horrible that someone would charge an interest rate equivalent of 71%. But U.S. Bank says it's going to offer nearly, nearly instant small loans to its customers because the first bank to do this. Um, and maybe you'll see some others follow suit. Federal regulators cleared the way earlier this year amid continuing concerns over the cost of payday loans. I think 71% on a loan is too much. So if you have a $500 check and you want it cashed, you can now go into U.S. Bank and they'll charge you $179 so that you can get $321. And to me, that's sickening. But people do it. You know, credit card cash advances... They're not that much. $500, if you want $500, it's 36 bucks. A simple loan with U.S. Bank for $500, the costs and fees are about 60 bucks. But for a payday loan, it's triple that. And that's because got you where I want you. And now they're going to eat you. You're in a bad place when you go to a bank and say, I, I, I don't want to put this in my bank account. I want the cash. So that's out there. And again, I don't like that story in any way, shape, or form. And it makes me sick. And it, it's, I think it's taking advantage of people um, who are already compromised because they don't use the banking system, which to me is still just insanity. People that don't trust banks, but they're out there. Um, video games. I wanted to talk about video games in the first hour, but I kind of forgot. And it's that time of year, Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. And as Christmas comes, your little snots, your little boogers, your little sugar boogers, because they're sweet, but they are boogery. Um, they say, ma'am, I want a video game. I want the Xbox. I want the PlayStation. I want the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, 
And the people who sell the games into those systems, Activision Blizzard, Electronic Arts, and Take-Two, can be kind of interesting. I don't know if you've seen Fortnite, but it's been pulling over $3 billion this year because they've got this formula where the game's free, but you have to buy a season pass to get some of the perks. And if you want some of the better dances, you have to spend a little bit of uh, V-Coins on that. Now, you can earn V-Coins, or you can ask mom and dad. The big game that has me mostly intrigued this fall is Red Dead Redemption 2 by Take-Two. Take-Two Interactive. Um, I find them to be very, very interesting because Red Dead Redemption takes place in the Wild Wild West. And uh, it's not like uh, it's cowboys and Indians, cowboys and bank robbers kind of thing. Whereas Call of Duty, uh, you're, you're a soldier. So you kind of get where this is going. The compound and annual growth rate for video games is 11% year over year. You got to invest in this, this market when there's a pullback. I'm not telling you which stock to go after, but when you're growing that fast, it's intriguing. Big seminar coming up Thursday evening, the 20th of September in Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel. I'm going to talk about some investment ideas. Chad's going to talk about some income ideas. You can learn more at Rob Black's show. Use code radio 25 to sign up. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. You know what I'm going to be doing this weekend, right? I'm going to be watching the Weather Channel. I know you're saying, why do you watch the Weather Channel? In between soccer games, I kind of want to see what the heck happens. Um, I own some property in the Carolinas. My mother is in Virginia. I got my sister in Virginia, too. Um, it's going to be a doozy. It is going to be a doozy. They're talking about storm surge of up to 40 feet in some places. Um, that's huge. The storm is going to hit land and then go very, very slowly. What's interesting to note about that is it's going to be very, very expensive. And you don't know this about the Carolinas because most people in California don't go over the Rockies. And if they do, they're like, let's just stop in Denver. I don't really want to go too far east. But there's going to be a health emergency. Florence could unleash toxic sludge. Um, I'm not saying what do you do with this stuff, but when you raise hogs, they poop. And when they poop, Pig manure becomes uh, very, very toxic. And the way they sometimes store it is in the back of the farm in a pond. And like I can't make this up. I once read something about Iraq where American soldiers would tease like Canadian soldiers. And, you know, when you have a, a camp in the middle of the desert, you don't have faucets. You don't have pumping water. So there's basically one of the duties is is to fill up a lake with with human fecal matter. But American soldiers would tease the Canadians by swimming in it. Uh, Not cool. (laughs) Not cool. Flooding in North Carolina could create a toxic mix. Hog farms and coal ash. I know. And that could get into the water and food supplies and it could become a a public emergency pretty quickly. North Carolina is home to about 2,300 pork farms. With 9 million hogs. Um, There's dozens of coal ash dumps. If the pits of waste from hogs and coal ash were to overflow from flooding, 
toxic lagoons would be created. This is going to be a doozy of a uh, Category 4. And we're starting to, like, put the numbers into it. And I, I want to do this, but I want you to be cautious. Here's some investments if you want to take advantage of a hurricane. Construction repair companies, Home Depot and Lowe's. The rebuilding effort will be a boon to people who supply, give supplies and materials. They're going to have an abnormally big quarter. Generac, ticker symbol GNRC. It's up 7% this week because there's going to be people losing power for a long period of time. Then you could um, take a look at Geldwin. Geldwin makes windows, ticker symbol J-E-L-D. And windows are expensive. I don't know if you've ever bought windows or had them installed. They ain't cheap. PGI Innovations, ticker symbol PGTI, up 2.5% this week on roofing manufacturer. There's United Rentals, which obviously does power equipment rentals after storms. Uh, Beacon Roofing Supplies, ticker symbol B-E-C-N. And United Rentals is U-R-I. Beacon Roofing Supply, B-E-C-N. Um, those are going to be winners. Here's going to be some losers. Insurance companies, Allstate, Progressive, and Travelers. Uh, the damage due to the storm is going to be epic. And some of it will be paid out. Some of it won't because of the floods. But some of it, if the winds, will be. So Allstate, ticker symbol A-A-L, A-L-L, Progressive, PGR, and Travelers, TRV, all are going to be weak on the storm. Utility companies. Duke Energy has a small presence in the path, so that's kind of a push. Um, I probably wouldn't worry too much about heavy flooding and strong winds and how it's going to affect generating and transmitting companies, bracing for costly outages and damages. Um, to me, that seems like a, a ancillary play. Hog futures. You want pork? Well, like I said, pigs are going to be flying. That old saying, oh, well, I'll, I'll marry that girl when pigs fly. Well, you're going to see pigs fly this weekend. Oh, porky pig. I feel bad for him. He stuttered. But it is funny, a stuttering pig, isn't it? No. North Carolina has the largest pork production industry in any U.S. state. It's got some $2.1 billion annually. And pork is kind of interesting because... Believe it or not, the most expensive part about pork is when you slaughter it, you have to store it. And the refrigeration costs lots of money. But when you have lots of pigs die, because Hurricane Florence could decrease supply, you're seeing your pork chops could be up about 8% to 10% uh, next quarter. So if you want to bet on hog futures, you can. Isn't that crazy? Crazy, in my opinion. A lot of vacation cruises have had to reroute to avoid Hurricane Florence. Uh, and that's going to be a loser for Royal Caribbean Cruises, RCL, Carnival, CCL, and Norwegian Cruise Lines, NCLH. Now, you know I won't go on Carnival Cruises because I have a, a fear of being stuck with Kathy Lee Gifford and she sings to me the whole trip. It's, it's, it's an unreasonable fear, but I don't go on cruises. If you ever see Rob Black on a cruise, you will win $1 million. Wow, 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 wow. I used to say that about Radio Shack. I was like, I don't go on Radio Who goes on Radio Shack? When I was younger and I needed a cable diffuser, you know, 
how to steal cable TV or something like that, and I needed a special jack for it, I'd go into a radio shack. But as I got older, I never went in, so I thought the stock would go to zero, and it ultimately it did. But I once said I'd give you $10,000 or a $1 million if you saw me in a radio shack, and then one day I had to go to a radio shack, and I, was, I, I put on a disguise <laughs> just in case. Oddly enough, you know who's going to be a big winner this week? Um, Hertz, ticker symbol HTZ, and Avis, uh, ticker symbol CAR, car, car rental companies. Um, you're not going to Uber out of your homes and out of your beach homes. You're not going to Uber out of Raleigh. You're going to rent a car and get the heck out of town. So evacuations increase the need for car rentals. If you open up a little bit of the news, you will see um, gas shortages, which is a reminder once again to be prepared for emergencies. Um It's not like the storm, well, it probably won't hit us. Oh, it probably won't hit us. Oh, good God, it's going to hit us. Let's go get gasoline. Oh, and a story that I hope ends well. Um, Hurricane Florence, good luck to everyone and and Godspeed in your travels. And take a lot of photos before you leave your home. It's going to be a rough one, it looks like. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Thanks for listening. Big event coming up, 9.20, a seminar in Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel. I'm going to talk about some stock ideas. I just gave you some stock ideas in the short term, but I'm going to talk more long term. CFP Chad Burton is going to go over income and retirement. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And use code RADIO25 to sign up for the event. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. This is The Interrupters, and it tells you that all things are circular and come back together because Ska's coming back. Listen to that voice of the singer. Female. I'm surprised by that. Sweet. To me. I know. Let's bring on CFP Chad Burton, the Napoleon Dynamite of financial planning. How are you, Mr. Burton? Got a pocket full of tots. <laughs> a pocket full of tots. Great movie, isn't it? He's, <laughs> Napoleon it Dynamite helped. reference. You know, he is a, a very good-looking man, John Hader, and he's busy. So, also another little known fact, Mormon. I caught you a delicious bass. So he won't do uh, <laughs> nude scenes or anything like that. Just throwing out there. What's he busy doing now? What's, what's his latest gig? A lot of cartoon, lot, lot of cartoon voices. But uh, oh, I was watching okay. it the other that's night. Like, just like Mark Hamill. Okay, that's fair. The Joker from uh, Batman cartoons. Or you might also know him as Luke Skywalker. Anyhow, anyway, let's change the topic. Because uh, we are off base. Before we get into your content, I want to do a little bit of my content. Um, I talked yesterday about cashing in on the American Dream, How to Retire at 35, a book that um, Mark Cuban has said is a pretty good read. And it helped him enormously learning how to save to get to retirement. Not necessarily learning how to invest to get to retirement, but it taught him the discipline of saving. And I, I talked a little bit about that. And a guy named Michael emails me and he goes, what do you think about... And his favorite authors are the guy who did the Think and Grow Rich, The Millionaire Next Door, Tony Robbins. Um, and I'm like, oh, my God, like his book list is awful. <laughs> like the advice you get from books can differ like golden clay, right? 
Well, that's for sure. I mean, some of the cheesiest ones are the best ones. I love The Millionaire Next Door. The Millionaire Mind is, um, you know, it starts with the idea of pay yourself first. I was even talking about that at the 6 o'clock hour that did a whole deal on how most of Americans are underprepared for savings, and our only option may be forced savings programs. Because people just are not doing it on their own, Rob. Yeah, and there's some nations like New Zealand, and I don't want to talk too much about New Zealand, but they've got the Kiwi Saver Plan that automatically takes money from your paycheck and, and saves it for your retirement, which seems like a pretty good idea to me, but good luck trying to get Americans to see that, right? Right. It's a tough, tough road for sure. So big event coming up Thursday evening, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday, the 20th, 630 to 830, Toll House Hotel uh, in Los Gatos. Um People can go to newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. Get your podcast that you did today where you talked about books and investing, uh, but also your financial planning podcast is there. But sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use code radio 25 for free. One of the things I want to hit on, because it, it kind of is in the world of books where people ask, they're looking for shortcuts. They don't want to become mm-hmm. a CPA. Uh, they don't want to become a CPA. They don't want to become a CFP. They don't want to be a CFA, but if they want to read a book. Um, it's almost too good to be true, so to speak. Let's learn all the shortcuts from the guy who walked down Wall Street, so to speak. Um, what do you think about pursuing the good, too good to be true angle? Is it out there? It's out there, and it continues to burn people constantly. Got I think it. you had a lot of people that never even invested in stocks suddenly investing in cryptocurrency come you know Thanksgiving of 2017, and those people have all been burned. Because they're constantly looking for ways to catch up. They get involved in the FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, they believe, you know, they're friends, and they all get in, and then they get burned. And saving and lifestyle and your expenses and delaying retirement are the best ways to improve your success rate. And Morningstar did that that article that I talked about, I posted it at New Focus Financial Group Facebook page if you want to take a look at it. Even adding alpha, which is that so-called, let's just keep it simple and call it outperformance of the, of the stock market, is less important than getting a systematic savings program in place. But people fall for these too-good-to-be-true schemes constantly, over and over again. Now, it used to drive me crazy because I did a, a show on a national talk radio network and some of the the shows were you know basically glorified infomercials on things like trading software do you remember the red light yellow light green light and that was their their pitch we're going to sell you trading software it's going to be four hundred dollars to try it four thousand dollars to buy it and when you wake up you'll see what stocks you can buy they'll be green and it'll tell you later on in the day when to sell when it's red i'm like that can't work and if it did work, I'd have an island, right? We'd, we'd all be the richest people in the world, trading software. Thoughts? Well, and that's what – it's it's the basic understanding of that. That's why when you see these um, – you know, Bob wrote a book on his tra- basic trading strategies. So on trading strategies, you have to have buyers and sellers. So if everybody's doing the same strategy, you have either a lack of buyer or sellers on some end of the strategy, right? So if, if something works and everybody's doing it, it no longer works by nature, in terms of a trading strategy. Um, so if it did work, you shouldn't tell anybody about it, right? But if it's going to make you rich because you're selling it to other people, and that's going to make you richer than actually using the strategy, well, isn't that a little bit of bias? I mean, people just need to think of it at that level. And yet they don't, because you and I have done seminars before where we're taking you know, a big long-term approach, and 
right next door to us, you know, there's 400 people in a seminar about trading software or, you know, how to buy real estate for nothing and turn around and flip it for billions. We, our mm-hmm. nature is to look at other people. Our nature is to say, if this guy is wealthy and wears a nice suit, he must know what he's talking about. Right, or if he can afford an infomercial, he knows what he's talking about. Private REITs are another big one that's burned a lot of people out there because they were called bonds on steroids. Um, there was another firm, another brokerage firm that I was talking about yesterday that got huge fines because this, this nurse came to a so-called financial advisor, which is really just an insurance commission salesperson, and said, hey, look, I need to retire. I might need access to my funds right away because both my daughter and I have significant health issues. So this guy sold her 72% of her assets in annuities with five and 10-year surrender charges and the other 30% in a private real estate investment trust with no liquidity and 14% upfront fees. So they got fined big time. Um, and But yet, you know, she she believed in the guarantees. She believed in what the person said. If he's so-called a financial advisor, he must be trustworthy, right? Well, she didn't ask enough questions. Well, let me give you a flip on that, too. Uh, my neighbor um, asked me about what he should do, and I said, like, let me see what you got. And uh, he had some private REITs in there. And I said, how have they done for you? And he goes, they didn't do what they promised. I'm like, why are you still holding it? And we're talking about 15, 20 years. Um, right. Well, how, do you, how, do you, how do you rescue yourself? That's the problem. You have to read the perspectives, because on those things, until they go public, your only option for liquidity is begging for it. You know, you can try to go back to the private REIT and say, I need out because of these family circumstances or a death. Or a lot of times what will happen is you'll get letters from other companies that get lists of people who bought the things and say, well, you know, you're seeing 10 bucks a share in your statement. You can't get out of it. So we'll pay you seven and we'll buy those shares from you. That happens all the time. And then the things eventually, you know, once they get done accumulating other people's money, where the original investors are actually diluted every time there's a new investor, um, once they finally go public, it's actually truly valued. And most of the time, those private REITs are valued at much less than what they're showing you on paper. So talking about some other ideas that people, I'm not gonna, we're not going to call them scams, but we're going to say that people tend to get into and they, they, they're not what they expected and they're expensive. Um, mm-hmm. Trust deed investing. Trust deed investing sounds like, hey, this is going to work. Um, and that's the problem with these salespeople is that you can skew the you know, information to exactly what people want to hear, and then they don't see the cost of the fees. What's trustee mm-hmm. investing about, and how should people avoid? Well, so let's say you're, you've got a property that has a lot of equity in it, but maybe your income is a little bit untraditional. Maybe it's a you know, high cash amount of business or volatile. You can't really show your income as much on paper, um, and you can't get a traditional loan. You can go borrow money. And then what that company that lends you the money does is they go to other investors and say, you you can be a part of this investment, and you can if if they default on the loan, you'll end up owning this property, and it's fine because you know they only owe you know forty to sixty percent on the value of the property, and these things come very become very popular at the height of real estate markets, and then when the corrections occur, you don't own as much as you think, and you spend if the loans are defaulted upon. And these are high-risk loans. If they're defaulted upon, the amount of work and time and effort that you take to try to get your money back and actually become an owner of that property is quite significant. So this is not for people that 
um, you know, oh, I've got a half a million dollars. Maybe I'll do some trusting. It's, it's for wealthier people that like, uh, I don't need this money very much. I'll, I'm willing to take a lot of extra risk for it. Um, and that's really about it. I've seen a lot of those go bad, and typically they get pretty popular, like I said, at the top of a real estate you know, crest, and then the issues show up at the bottom. So definitely be careful with those items. We've only got about 45 seconds left. you want to plug the seminar real quick? Uh, yeah, I mean, we talk about good products and bad products that are out there. There are some good bond alternatives. We even go over annuities, 98% of which are bad, but when they can work, as bond alternatives, and then how to pay the least amount of taxes as possible, which is huge under this 2017 tax cut. Sounds good. At CFP, Chad Burton, he'll be there Thursday, September 20th, 6.30 to 8.30, Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. There's a lot of information about the event at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com all there. You can get the podcast, but you can also sign up for the event and learn more about it. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So I'm not cool enough to vape, which is a good thing. Jewel, J-U-U-L, has made vaping cool. It's become a $15 billion e-cigarette giant. Pretty much so, not I'm going to say overnight, but pretty quickly. And the FDA is going to crack down on teen use. And it's going to be interesting, to say the least. The crackdown by the FDA includes historic action against more than 1,300 retailers and five major manufacturers for their roles in perpetuating youth access. Um, We just had Chad on, and he's got a couple kids. Um, I don't want to talk too much about his kids, but I wanted to ask him, because his kids are older than mine, uh, how do you, what's this look like? (laughs) Is it, does it hit your life or not? And is it really an epidemic? Because... The word epidemic is, having studied a little bit about, like, Ebola and stuff, it's bad. So that's out there. Hurricane Florence reminds me of the wildfires in California and also the earthquakes that potentially could hit California. And one of the biggest financial lessons I I can throw for you right now is spend a little bit of time today. And take a look at what you have. And then start thinking, how much is this going to cost to replace it? And start taking some pictures. Hurricane Florence, I mean, I'm not going to watch the news all weekend long. But if I did, I'm sure I'm going to see trailers floating down the roads. I'm sure I'm going to see surges of of water and mud uh, being... They're saying that the storm could get pretty deep into the cities of North Carolina, South Carolina, like 20 miles in, maybe 40 miles in. It's for some reason, the hurricane's just not moving quickly. So it's going to do a ton of damage. It is going to be number one as far as costliest hurricanes on record. The only thing that would make it worse if it hit like New York City or Miami. I'm not saying that North Carolina, South Carolina are in the sticks, but compared to New York City, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Miami, those would be much, much more expensive. The top five hurricanes, and just, for, just the top one was Hurricane Katrina back in 2005, $161 billion. That's a lot of money. Now, that's good and bad because it stimulates the economy. Roads have to be rebuilt. Homes have to be rebuilt. Power lines have to be rewired. And people don't do that stuff for free. So the problem is 
North Carolina, South Carolina may run into the same thing that the Bay Area has run into with the wildfires up north is that a lot of people all at once are going to be trying to file claims. So do yourself a favor. And the reason I bring this up, I was a little shocked yesterday to see that there was a wildfire in Marin County. Uh, It's getting a little closer to me now. And the first day it hits the peninsula, a wildfire, I'm going to be like, last year it hit Santa Cruz pretty hard, Santa Cruz Mountains. But as it gets closer, you get kind of more conscious of it, right? Um, So take photos. One of the easiest ways to document your house and your belongings is, and their condition is take pictures of them. I've got a family member who's going through the process of filing claims, and the insurance companies initially, they come out and they, they, they write you a check and they say, paid in full, right? Never sign that. Oh, <laughs> never sign that, because you're going to start thinking about things that you missed. Um, so the idea that you have proof of what you own before a storm, before a wildfire, is very, very helpful. Once you've taken pictures, back them up online, because your house burns down and your camera or your phone burns down, not a good thing, right? Make sure you have a copy of your policy. If you have a real estate agent, or no, I'm sorry, a insurance agent, talk to them. Um, I use Geico for my home insurance, um, and I use Geico for a property that I have in Raleigh, North Carolina, for the rental. And I contacted them yesterday just to say, you know, hey, you know, what do we need to do? Because maybe a window will get broken, maybe a roof will be taken off. And one of the very first things that they're going to tell you is homeowners policies generally exclude damage caused by flooding which means separate coverage is needed. Most homeowners insurance comes with a hurricane deductible, but it typically ranges between 1% and 5%, depending on the specifics of your insurance contract. So people in the Carolinas could get hit pretty hard. Now, there's pluses and minuses. My family member who had his house burned down, it was a 50-year-old house, and it's being rebuilt with, you know, brand new. So it was 50 years of Litchfield issues and... Uh, 50 years of, of problems. So if you have if your home's insured for 200000 and you have a 2% hurricane deductible, you pay $4,000 even if the damage is only, say, 10000 And that's going to be a financial hardship. Maybe it is. Um, but what stinks even worse about it is your home is probably one of the biggest investments you have, right? You've put a lot of money into it. Uh, when it comes to furnishing it, when it comes to loving it, when it comes to painting it, you've put a lot of money into it. So prepare yourself and have the right mindset, if you can, um, so that you don't hit that hurricane hardship, so to speak. And just be ready for it. Um, You know, 39% of Americans have an emergency plan and have gone over it with members of their household. That means 61% haven't. The average homeowner's insurance claim is about $9,700. You should create a home inventory. You should collect documents that you have a grab-and-go folder. Uh, my family member whose house burned down in Santa Rosa last year, they didn't have a grab-and-go. So all their Social Security cards, all their identification, gone. Insurance records are great to have. Medical details, pet documents. A fireproof safe is a great idea, but sometimes they burn up too. <laughs> So be prepared. Big seminar coming up Thursday, September 20th, 630 to 830 in Los Gatos to Hotel. Ensuring what you have is just as important as investing, just as important as saving. You can sign up for the big event, 
Thursday, 6.30, at the Toll House Hotel at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free if you haven't been before. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.